For Your Reconsideration is proudly part of the Flickering Myth Podcast Network. Hello, you lovely listeners. This is a real treat. I'm here with Simon and James, and with it being serious change of decade times, and dad jokes about see you next decade have been flying about left, right and centre, here's a little bonus slice of For Your Reconsideration in the form of a New Year's special as we count down our favourite films of the decade. I'm here, obviously, as I've said with Simon and James. We might have to take that bit out. But how are Absolutely you, lads? Are you OK? <laughs> We're literally tagging this onto a record, aren't we? So, you know, we are, I think, you know, tired. Uh, <laughs> we're powering through for the good of humanity here. So uh, how are you, lads? Are you OK? Well, no, we've been talking for a while now, so I know you're all right. But for the listeners out there, how are you? Superb, mate. Superb. Very good. It was awfully good of you to let the listener behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, no, you know, educationally, I felt behind, you know, a bit of movie magic or chat about movies magic would, <laughs> would help here. So, films of the decade. Uh, yes. We've gone for a, we, we, you know, this criteria we've gone for is a 10 film list. Um, and how did you guys find actually whittling it down to 10 films? Oh, it was difficult. It was really hard. Yeah. To be honest with you, the top five for me wasn't, for my personal top five, wasn't too difficult. It was then when you started getting into the eight, nine, ten, and you realise you have to lose, leave some truly great films mm. off the list. Yeah. Some really yeah. good films, though, wasn't there? Like, like yeah. really good years for film, I thought. There's some like amazing, like, five star awesomeness going on throughout the whole decade, which is, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Absolutely. People yeah. moan about saying, you know, films are losing their way and all it is is sequels and remakes. And But it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. There's plenty of bloody amazing original stuff going on. Absolutely. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, in the, uh, Do you think that um, this, when, you know, through the annals of time as we go forward, do you think this decade will stand up pretty well? Definitely. I think Definitely. so. I mean, if nothing else, like, everything's changed so much over the last, like, the online discourse has become so integral to how a film does now as well. Mm, like, mm. you know, all the, the social media aspects of it is really, really influential these days. The franchise model is so much different than it was 10 years ago. I think it was yeah. just getting started with the Avengers, wasn't it? And mm. now we've actually gone through that full cycle in the last decade as well. So, yeah, I think it's it's hopefully not going to be all that moving forward, but with the advent of streaming as well, I think the next 10 years is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I think, I yeah, think as yeah. well, like, cause the way TV really stepped up a gear as well over yeah. the last decade, it sort of, that's changed yeah. the movie landscape as well. Um, yeah. Cause they've sort of kind of crossed over a bit more, haven't they? Like TV and film. Yes, in terms absolutely. Of the people involved. Yeah. I, I think you've got to like TV um, has made cinema have to step its game up. If you want to persuade people on their night off to go to a multiplex, you've got to be offering something that you can't get on the streaming services. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. So um, have you done it like a one to 10 in order of like, preference because i've just i just got 10 i've got to be honest i found it hard to find 10 films i've seen from <laughs> so, <laughs> so this this list is not going to feature a great deal of you know what will be known as classics uh, or feature classics so uh, but no i actually did find 15 movies so i found it hard to whittle down 15 you know across 10 years of cinema yeah. he hosts a film podcast what is wrong with this man uh, well, uh, anyone who follows me on letterbox can see that i've actually got a list it's supposed to be 100. It's got 99 on there from the last decade. Oh, I can't find the last, the last I can't find the last one to populate the list. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
I keep going, oh, that's good. Oh, it's already on there. Never mind. That's so, good. Yeah, no been, way. Well, yeah. no way. I, I've kind of, uh, to make it easy for myself, my list isn't really a 10 to 1. It's a best from each year. Ooh. Oh, nice! Just to nice. just to yeah, just to make it easy for myself because it was really hard to like will to like rank them. So. <laughs> I've definitely done a ranking. I want them to compete against each other. Oh my word! Compete, so art, great. compete. <laughs> uh, I've literally, you know, scraped the barrel, found a fifteen. So most of the day was like the whittling down from fifteen to ten wasn't hard. It was finding the 15 in the first place, which was an absolute nightmare. Trawling through the memory So, banks. I literally, you know, like, um, going through the years of cinema, like, what came, that came out this year. You're in. You're in. <laughs> yeah. Well done, you're in. <laughs> right. So, who'd like to go first? Well, I, th- I reckon, like, to keep it in some sort of spirit of the pod, in the sense that yes. we're yeah. championing films which people wouldn't love, I wanted to ask you guys, what's your fa- what oh. was your sort of um, not maybe your favourite, but just like an honourable mention of a film we haven't covered yet, but would qualify in our sort of has to be fifty percent uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or done really yeah, bad yeah. at the box office. Oh, so a film people uh, those Michael Bay, sorry, <laughs> those, those Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, oh that's a good, uh, yeah, they're great. They definitely qualify. Loved them, yeah. <laughs> Are they also in your top 10 of the decade? <laughs> they are not. They're not. They were in the top 15 and then got broomed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, de- they will definitely qualify on both counts, I suspect. <laughs> uh, they do. Yes, I think that's right. It's definitely the second one. The second was a massive bomb. Oh, it was. Yeah, the yeah. first one did quite well, if I remember correctly. It, the first one was, yeah, a big yeah. smash. Again, not well reviewed. But yeah. we, let's keep the powder dry, but... Um, yeah, uh, while I'm uh, while I've got the the mic so to speak, yeah, definitely my honourable mentions would be those Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies, um, the Wolfman with Benicio del Toro. That was great. Ooh, I yeah. love. I really like. It that. was really good. Yeah. That yeah. Bad. Oh, James, I see a little uh, a little wrinkle in time there. <laughs> <laughs> that was beset by uh, production problems. So if we ever do yes, do that yes. on the pod, it'll be a very interesting episode. Oh, that's one of the reasons I'd like, uh, mainly as well for Anthony Hopkins phoning it in like absolute crazy. <laughs> You're turning into a wolf, boy! Into a wolf! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Now, yes, boy. Now, it's not so good, boy. You know, it just... Come on, man. You're Anthony Hopkins. Um, I think another one might be Tom Cruise's The Mummy. I haven't seen, seen it. it. No, I've not seen it. Oh, I, I quite liked it. Quite liked I mean, it. So, I, I'm um, all in for yeah. just Cruise doing crazy stunt shit. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I should really watch that. I'll, prob- I'll probably enjoy it. I love Cruise. No, it was good. <laughs> I liked it, actually. I liked it, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. Who doesn't love Cruise? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, James, what about you? Yeah, uh, one that uh, stuck out for me was Cloud Atlas, which is the Wachowskis Ooh. and Tom Tyqua's epic odyssey so it's arguably the most ambitious film made in the last decade uh it's a proper swing for the fences epic which barely scraped 65 (laughs) percent on rotten tomatoes and nobody went to see it including me (laughs) yeah 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 it's super long it's really long and really fucking confusing as well um (laughs) it's not perfect by any stretch but there is some real genius in there you've got hugh grant playing a cannibal in one timeline tom hanks (laughs) Drops a sea bomb as an Irish gangster. It's like it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy, <laughs> crazy movie. So, is that the, that's that movie that every time you see a picture from it, it looks like it's from an entirely different movie. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, it is, parts of it look like eight totally movies in one. Yeah, yeah. Is there? Oh <laughs> yeah, my word! It's, it's, meant, no, it's absolutely crazy. 
Tom Hanks as well. It's it's surprising to see a, a film with Tom Hanks in it like absolutely bomb because he's like yeah everyone's yeah yeah he's usual goal everyone, isn't he? everyone loves him yeah it was a tough sell to be fair <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough sell what about uh, what about you Sai? what honourable mentions do you think I'm gonna be intentionally uh, and super controversial bit of a hint um, Batman v Superman I no I I don't think it's yeah. brilliant or anything but. When I went to see it at the cinema, like, I'm a huge Batman fan. Mm. Uh, went to see it at the cinema, and it's it's sort of loosely based on um, The Dark Knight Returns, I think it is, the comic where it's like an aging yes. Bruce Wayne and he fights Superman. Yeah, yeah. I just did not think it was as bad as everyone. So I came out of the cinema no. and it was just like absolutely panned by critics. Fans hated it. Yeah. Everyone just seemed to really dive on it and proper give it a kick mm. in while it's down. And I, I just I couldn't understand why. I was like... Um, okay, it's not amazing. Yes, it's really long. It's like so long, and yeah, a yeah. lot of people were like, "Oh, it takes itself too seriously." So I, I didn't have a problem with any of that, and everyone kicked off about the Martha thing, and I was like, "But that genuine, oh, yeah, that yeah. genuinely <clears throat> would happen. Like that would distract you. As stupid as it sounds, it would distract you. I don't know why people. Of course, it would, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a five star film in the slightest. I don't think it's a. But I just cannot fathom why it tanked and yeah why it got us well i mean it didn't tank because it still made money but in terms of in comparison to the other super uh, those comic book films especially when you got two of the biggest superheroes going and it didn't yeah it didn't go anywhere near a billion i don't think yeah and then yeah it just got absolutely panned across the board um and arguably synced Zack Snyder's career so yeah <laughs> I don't yeah release the Snyder cut release the Snyder cut <laughs> yeah I just... but that's for the Justice League apparently the director's cut yeah, of yeah, Batman yeah. v Superman is longer but actually better yeah. as well it fills in some of the gaps I haven't seen it but I didn't think oh. it was that bad either yeah, I went to see it it's, cinema. It's, not, it's absolutely fine it's it's perfectly fine yeah. it's, it's not any it's Oh, yeah, there are better comic book films, but there are way, way, yeah. way more worse ones. They are, yeah. Can I can I tack on to that Man of Steel as well, just while it's in that set? Because I thought Man of Steel was good too. Costner as Jonathan Kent. I agree. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. I think that was actually it. well reviewed, you know. Was it well reviewed? I think it was, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause that was, and it I certainly really made, made bank at the box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man of Steel's, eh? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. I won't get away with tacking Suicide Squad on there, Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <Absolutely. laughs> I'm very You'll forgiving. You'll just have to wait I'm for a podcast. very forgiving user, but not, not, not with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not going to get that. Okay, okay. Gosh, I've got a hard sell with you boys to get you to watch that again, haven't I? <laughs> really hard sell. I might have to send you things like free boxes of beer, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> All right. Films of the decade, one to ten. Um, does anyone want to volunteer to go first? Um, I'm happy too if anyone wants me to go. I promise you, mine will be the trashiest of the of the three of us. Should we do a bit of a round robin and then we can see what we've got? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. things crop up on other uh, on other people's lists and stuff like that, so that's all right. Great. So should we do uh, should we do three each, and then uh, we'll finish off with the last one each as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, James, give us your three. So uh, I have ranked mine in order, but they're sort, oh, of, they're yeah, sort of, of in, they're sort of interchangeable, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so my number ten, uh, we're going back to 2018 for what I believe to be the best superhero film of the decade, and that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, yeah, which is that is absolutely great. brilliant. Mm. Uh, my number nine is a comedy about idiotic suicide bombers in Sheffield. It's Four Lions, directed by Chris Morris. Mm-hmm. Rubbing your rapids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
And uh, it shouldn't work, but it does, thanks to the genius of Chris Morris, Sam Bain, and Jesse Armstrong's writing. And my number eight is Arrival, which is a cerebral slice of sci-fi that packs an emotional punch, masterfully directed by Denis Villeneuve. I can never say his name properly. (laughs) He's had a really good decade, actually. and uh, He has, hasn't he? With an incredible central performance from Amy Adams. So they're my first three. So so that's a good segue into mine, because I... didn't do a top 10, but pick one from the year. That is my favourite film of 2016. Um, yep. But it's probably my favourite film of the decade as well, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, I know you're a big fan yeah, of I, I Honestly, I cried so much when I saw that at the cinema. I just think oh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. a so wonderful good. movie. And it's like, because it's like an alien invasion film that's completely innocent from the alien's perspective. And it's like what, and it challenges the human condition on what we would do in that situation and how... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mad we are as a species, especially the Western world. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I loved it, and I, I can't believe Amy Adams didn't win an Oscar for it because she's she didn't oh, even no, get yeah, nominated. Yeah. Did she not get nominated? That's poor. She's no, absolutely poor. stunning in it. Yeah, I, it's brilliant. It's, yeah, that's poor. It, it really touched me. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was a brilliant film. Yeah. Mm, mm. What have you got? Another two there, sir. So I will. Um, I'll jump back to 2010. My favorite film, of 2010. Really good year for films. Um, really tough to to pick and i know you hate this film james so apologies in advance but uh the king's speech uh (laughs) (laughs) i know i really i really i just thought it was like really super simple and beautifully shot uh and just a really lovely film with like two amazing central performances from colin firth Mm. and jeffrey rush yeah i I really loved it i I really yeah it's good yeah uh, um, yeah. it's, that was well reviewed, unlike uh, the director's latest effort that Ooh. just came out this week. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that film. <laughs> cannot which wait. which film is this? Uh, cats. Which film's this? The Cats film. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah, I was laughing with someone someone this week, like, you know, would you spend money to go to the cinema and watch Cats? And I said, like, I didn't spend money to go to the cinema to watch Interstellar. What makes you think I'm going to go watch Cats? <laughs> I, I, it's, it got zero stars in the Telegraph. I, I have to see it. That's the first time ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, that film is doing my... Like, right, I don't know whether we're going to be able to keep this inside, but, right, you insist on doing these Cats as, as CG creations, right? Great, super, super. You can do anything with them you want. So why is James Corden still a tubby fat guy? Why is he? You can do anything you want with him. That's his personality. He's a fat cat, basically. That's Uh, his character. uh, Oh, God. As soon as you hear him in the uh, trailer, like, oh, hello, meow. It's all right. That's it. That's enough of this. It's all over. Here we go. All over. Here here we go. I've never been so obsessed with a movie I have zero interest in. Well, and Ian McKellen being Ian McKellen, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you know, somewhere in the background, you know, uh, is this, you know, how much has it tarnished? You know, look at McKellen and Judy Dench's filmographies, and then you've got zero stars in the Telegraph for a movie <laughs> yeah. they were both in. Yeah, but they're bulletproof, is... them too. They'll be absolutely Yeah, fine. oh yeah, that's fine. I don't think any of the cast, I think all the cast will be fine. I think it's going to be Tom Hooper who pays the price on yeah. this one. Yeah, he's cocked it, hasn't he? Absolutely cocked it. Yeah. Maybe so <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. Was <laughs> such a good, such a good seg- uh, side sidetrack. I love love segue. I'll, I'll do my my last of my 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 stint. Uh, Two thousand eleven, my favorite film. Really easy one. Uh, Drive. Ooh, yeah. I've never Ooh. I've never seen anything like it, and it. Re- I think that is responsible for setting that tone for what was to follow, in terms of style and fashion and in film and pop culture in general, because yeah. the, the whole like synth eighties vibe 
really came yeah, yeah, from yeah. Drive, I think. I mean, there yeah. might have been yeah, there yeah. might have been something a bit more low key before it, which inspired Drive. But I think that was the film what sort of put it into everyone's sort of in front of everyone's eyes. And uh, yeah, it's, it, amazing film, absolutely amazing. Nice. I've totally forgotten about Drive. Yeah. Um... A great film. Didn't make my top ten, though, just outside. That's one of the ones I had to cut towards Ooh. when it was ah, down to ten, ah. which was disappointing. Uh. <laughs> did, it make, did it make yours, Rob? I, I have actually seen it, um, but I forgot about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. so, no, it didn't make it. Didn't make it. What are your three, though, Rob? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to to round this one off because to make it a, a hat-trick... Uh, I've got Arrival as well. Um, oh, that's one of the, the like in the decade, one of the best cinema trips I think I've had. Um, yeah, yeah. Great, I it? thought it, was, it is realistically a note perfectly captures the wonder and tensions of making contact with an alien species while expertly um, making that a subplot to a much more personal tragic story. Oh, it's so good. So, yeah, it is I, like it's like head in your hands. So so accomplished, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, so definitely well. arrival. Um, I'm gonna also I'm gonna tag along with you, James. There, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes. I think that's film. the most fun I've had watching a film this yeah. decade. Yeah. Uh, well, for a movie that's actually good, you know, <laughs> I've had lots of fun with terrible films, but you know, like not an actually good one. Um, but it's for me, this is, isn't just a movie. It's a sensory experience. Um, it captures the wonder of Spider Man in some of the most amazing animation you're ever ever gonna see. Um, and I think it might be the best Spider-Man movie ever. I agree. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Without yeah. question. Yeah. And, cool. you know, it's definitely up there as the best, one of the best comic book movies ever, even though it's an animation. And it yeah. one yeah. of the best animated films ever, because it's just the the, yeah. the sort of... Uh, so uni- so original yeah. in the way it looks. The, the, yeah, the, super. the graphics, yeah. like the sort of direction, the art direction on it, I've never seen anything like it. It's just, it's brilliant. It's it's so, so good. It, it's um, It's outstanding, isn't it? Outstanding. So good. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Um, and the third one I'll pick for this round is uh, one that, you know, I think you have to look at what gives you a lot of enjoyment and gives your family quite a lot of enjoyment. So my yeah. third pick's going to be Paul Blart 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm absolutely joking. Of course I'm joking. It's not real at all, sorry. <laughs> not real at all. Uh, I'm going to go with... Ro- you the sequel as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 not the first. Not, no, seriously, the kids love the, se- the second one, not the first one. Um, no, for my third one, I'm going to go with Rogue One. Um, oh, good. Ooh, good I show, really, yeah. really like this one um, because it was the Star Wars that I know and love, but it had a really different feeling yeah, um, yeah. to the the central sort of the central saga movies. Um, and it, but it t- also told a really important um, story in the in the lore of that fictional universe of getting the Death Star plans and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, and some of the action sequence in it, in it, like particularly there's like a a sort of um, guerrilla warfare fight in the middle of yeah, it, isn't yeah, there? yeah, and so it's good. it's absolutely. I think that's really, really good. The Vader, so, yeah, the be... Vader sequence alone is worth yeah, the price of admission. Yeah, like, because cool. you've yeah, never seen Vader like that on screen before. He's been like yeah, that in the, definitely in the comic books, in TV shows, and the yeah. um, and the video games, but never like that on screen before. It was so that's good. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, something that you always get with Star Wars um, is that the stakes are high, yeah, and yeah. the stakes were really high in yeah, this. Yeah. So yeah, really liked it. Really liked it. So James. Another three, please. Yes. Um, so number seven on my list is a fantastic film, even though it sounds a bit like a porno, and that's uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, um, thank you. Oh, my God. You're the only person I've met who liked that film. I fucking love that film. It is I don't just fucking like amazing, it. that film. Yeah. Does anyone want to tell me what it is? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's about <laughs> folk you. music. It's about the folk scene in New York City in the 1970s. 
1960s, directed by the Coen brothers on great form, made Oscar Isaac a star, and it's funny, witty, and deeply, deeply melancholy. I absolutely love that film. Oh, wow, wow. I'll d- definitely give that a look. And Timberlake's in it as well. Timberlake. Oh, is he? And he's very yeah. good in it as well, actually. He's he very is good. very good, yeah. He's like a sort of more successful rival, isn't he? Uh, yes. To Lewin Davis. Cool. It's a great movie. I, I absolutely love yeah, that. Really, really, oh, I'll have a look. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Next, uh, number six for me is Inception. So it's Ooh. Nolan, DiCaprio, physics defying yeah. dream espionage. What more do you oh, want? Yeah. Like, that yeah. old genre. Ticks, Ooh, I tried ticks and tested genre. <laughs> <laughs> ticks all the boxes for me. Yeah, just a really, yeah. it's probably uh, one of the most ambitious summer films put out this decade, along with, although I don't think Interstellar came out in the summer, actually. Uh, yeah, Nolan, another director who's had a fantastic decade as well. He's had a fantastic career, hasn't he? Really, oh, not really God. put a foot wrong yet. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah he's, he's different gravy, that lad, isn't he? Yeah. Different gravy. And number five, uh, going back to 2011, is The Raid. Ah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Yes. So it's a bone-crunching martial arts spectacle, expertly shot, scored, and edited on a fraction of your average Hollywood budget. Yeah. So I love that movie. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, The Certainly. Raid is the yeah, Raiders really, really good. Really, really good. Nice, nice. Who's that? Is it you, Si? Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll carry on my... Yeah, so I've really caught this up with my year one. Sorry, lads. That was just... No, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, you're all right. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm in 2012. So my favourite film of 2012. It actually follows on quite nicely from The Raid, and we have covered it on the pod. Uh, yeah. Dread. Um, wow. Oh, Dread yeah, yeah. was my favourite yeah. film of 2012. It, again, it was such a good year for film. Uh, the Master was out that year. Skyfall was out. Argo oh, yeah. was out. Zero Dark Thirty was out that John year. John Carter. John Carter was out that year. Um, but yeah, I I just love Dread. I think I, I, you know I've I've we've covered it on a whole pod, so please check it out. Uh, yeah, go, yeah, go and check out the Dread. Yeah, episode. yeah, go back, go back. Out. But yeah, Dread, two thousand twelve. Um, two thousand thirteen is another easy one for me in terms of a standout, uh, and it's another Denis Villeneuve film, Prisoners. Oh, what oh. movie! Is what a great an movie. absolutely stunning film. It's really fucking long, but it totally blew yeah. me away and. Uh, Deakins is on top form. Like, when is he ever not on top form? Oh, yeah. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Oh, he's so good in that I just movie. both brilliant in that film. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know who directed it. Uh, I, I, it was on Amazon Prime, I think, and I was with my mum and dad, yeah. and I just we whacked it on, and we were, we were all just like, yeah. fucking hell, that's a good movie. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Really? Super nice. dark. Yeah. Really, really dark. dark. Nice. <laughs> if, nice. Have you seen it, Rob? No. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it's to. Very again, rare you'll but... have. I think it's three hours long, but um, if you do, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Really, I will make sure. And then 2014, again, another easy one. Uh, one of my favourite films of all time, uh, Whiplash. Ah, yeah, great shout. Yeah, I think it, it's one of those films for me. The reason why I, I really love it, it's one of those films. What I think is five star in a classic sense. In that, it's I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I watched that film and I could not put a fault on anything. Like absolutely everything is perfect with it. I just think it's um it's an amazing amazing debut feature de- you know uh, debut directing mm. feature debut direct oh god I can't say it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's it's a really good uh, debut feature film from uh, Damien Chazelle. Um yeah, and the editing especially in it is just top notch. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Nice. Really good. Not All that much. jazz is a bit full on, though, isn't it? No, I love it. <laughs> I've got them, but the, the two songs, it's like a Whiplash and there's another famous jazz song they do. 
And uh, yeah. yeah, they're on my like Spotify playlist. I think they're on my like gym oh, playlist. <laughs> just, yeah, like, <laughs> do some do some like jogging to uh, to some jazz. Yogging. Jazz. Welcome to jazz club. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, cool. I think uh, I'm going to go with Blackfish. The oh yeah, what a great about... film that is. Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, I think I got I picked this one because of just like seriously the amount of time that it's stuck in the memory for afterwards. You know, Ooh. it was really, really well well told. I think it, you know, in hindsight, I think it obviously plays with your, with your emotions quite a lot. Yeah. But um, uh, it was, yeah, super film, really super documentary. After that, I'm going to go with Winter's Bone. Yeah. Uh, the, do you remember that one? Yeah, I uh, love that yeah, film, yeah. Um, I thought a brilliant adaptation of Daniel Woodrow's book with uh, amazing setting and performances across the board. And that's like that was like telling them a really good story with, like, you don't need a lot. No. You know, sto- story is the most important thing. Is that a Jennifer Lawrence film? That's a yes, star-making. Yeah, it's like a breakout. It's a star-making. Yeah. Really? She got nominated for an Oscar it's for that. It's really yeah. good, yeah. That is really good. Yeah, film. yeah. Um, and then um, I will go with The Revenant. Uh, another oh, yeah. brilliant adaptation of uh, Michael Punky's brilliant book, <laughs> like the last one, with an amazing setting and amazing performances. But also with this one, you had additional bear-related hyperviolence. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that movie. You know, the sweep of that film, I just oh, adore. Just and yeah. um, some of the best photography I've seen this decade. Yeah. So, yeah, look, those those will be those three. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Sweet. James. So, um, my number four links quite in uh, in quite nicely with uh, Simon's pick of Dread. So, my number four is Alex Garland's directorial debut. So, if you've listened to our Dread episode, oh, you'll know yeah. that it's not necessarily <laughs> his debut, this one. It's Ex Machina, oh, which is a superb, yeah. superb film. Oh, right. So, it's ah. a claustrophobic and creepy psychological thriller with big ideas that really get under your skin and... Uh, yeah, we're all going to get destroyed by artificial intelligence. So, <laughs> that's what that movie's about. <laughs> marvelous, marvelous. Uh, cool. My number three is Get Out from Jordan Peele. Uh, Peel? Ah, Do you cool. say Peel or Pele? Pe- I always Peel. say Peel. Peel. Yeah, I say Jordan Peel. Yeah. Uh, funny, scary, with biting social satire. Get Out is as original as it is important, and it's just a great, great movie. Great fun, uh, but with a real serious message under the under underneath. And uh, number two for me is Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. So simply put, Mm. the most stunning action spectacle since the original Matrix movie. Uh, It had me by the balls from the first to last frame. (laughs) Amazing. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Mad Mad Max is quality, isn't it? Um, It really is, isn't it? So I'm, uh, again, to confuse matters, I'm going to go back to my years. Uh, (laughs) 2015, I think I'm on. and yeah, th- this is this might be a bit more. I- this is a bit more indie. Um, still really blokey. I- I'm conscious all my film choices are really blokey movies. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't uh, think so. But, um, uh, yeah, 2015 was uh, Green Room. I don't know if either of you have seen. Oh Green yeah, no, yeah, uh, heard yeah. of but didn't see. Yeah, so uh, this is. I think it was the second film, but well, second sort of big film from Jeremy Saulnier. Yeah. Uh, after Blue Ruin, and I. I I sort of only became aware of him after accidentally seeing Blue Ruin. I went to the cinema. I just really wanted to go to the cinema on my own. Nothing was on. And that was the only, you know, the time I got there, that was on. And I watched Blue Ruin. And that blew me away as well. That was a brilliant movie. 
so then I've just sort of been aware of him, like what he's been up to and the films he puts out, and I always make an effort to watch them. And yeah, Green Room, which is um, it's about a punk band who are uh, they do a gig at a neo-Nazi bar, and they get sort of caught in the in the green room, and they they're like stuck in, and it all kicks off, and it's fucking brilliant. It's gory as balls. It's like really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super intense. It's really, really intense. It's really? got a great cast. Um, it's one of isn't Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he plays a neo-Nazi. He's the, he's the head neo-Nazi, <laughs> oh which is Lord. just just brilliant. And it's, it's I think it's one of the last films which Anton Yelkin was in. Um, yeah. So, yeah. and then Joe Cole from Peaky Blinders is in it as well, and not not the footballer Joe Cole, <laughs> just just doing Maradona oh, turns yeah. around all the neo Nazis. All right, mate. You know, nice to see you. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Joe Cole's in it. From <laughs> see my goal at the World Cup against Sweden. Two thousand and six. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe, Joe Cole from Peaky Blinders, uh, isn't it? Um, yeah, great movie. Uh, Two thousand sixteen. Um, we covered that. Sorry, it was Arrival. So in my 2017, I, I, probably the most art house one on my list uh, was a animated film called The Red Turtle. Um, oh, I remember you talking about this yeah, one. Yeah, so so this was a, a um, an animation from Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I don't know. Either or. Um, and uh, Wild Bunch. And it was <laughs> d- directed by a Dutch guy, I think. Um, and it's about a man who gets stranded on a desert island. Uh, but he keep every time he tries to escape, he keeps getting foiled by this big red turtle. Um, but it, honestly, it's genius. It's like there's no dialogue in it. It's like an hour and a half of it's dialogue free. The animation's beautiful in it, um, and it's all everything is just told with like expression, facial expressions, and music. And yeah, it's a really really good film. I absolutely love that. Um, and then 2018 was. Another Alex Garland film, actually. So two Alex Garland films. We've had two two Villeneuve films, two Alex Alex Mm. Garland films. Um, Massively underseen and unappreciated Annihilation. Yes. Which I I just, I'd read the book and I really enjoyed the book, but it takes what Jeff Vandermeer did in the book and just made it better in every way and just turned it into a, a really cerebral, mental like mind-boggling oh, movie it's such a it's good movie fantastic that. film and it probably would qualify for this pod simply because paramount didn't release it because they shot it at the last minute and netflix took it yeah netflix and, yeah uh, yeah i think i think um i'd love that to be on this yeah. pod actually really and then like and then garland was a bit pissed off apparently so uh it's a great movie it's yeah. a really really great movie cool um, I'm going to go with, um, and again, with me, this is in no uh, order. And I've obviously, please don't see this as my take on what the best <laughs> films of the last 10 years have been. Um, but I'm going I'm to go with um, Django Unchained. Oh, nice. Really liked it. Yeah, good Really fun. liked it. We um, went to that together, didn't we, Rob? We did, didn't we, mate? Yeah, 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 and that was one of the, um, I just like, it's such an interesting filmic experience, that movie. Yeah. It's it's brave. It tackles the most horrific of subjects, but it still does it with such a swagger and balls to the wall bravo, bravado. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Um, and if you want to see Squib City with a two-pack song going <laughs> oh over it, God, um, yeah. then you are in luck. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, but I, I love that movie. Really loved it. I watched it again recently and it was like, Man, this is aging really well. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I really liked it's it. Really, really and not great. for nothing, it's really, really funny as well. 
It like, is. It like, is. It's ridiculously funny. It might be the funniest yeah. film he's ever made, to be honest, which, about right. the most, ha- some of the most horrific subject matter. This, that's true. That's why Tarantino will all be always be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And you always have that thing where you, you know, that I always like is when you match. Um, a director with a great actor that have never worked together before. So I know a lot of people at the moment are talking with Pacino and Scorsese finally yeah, getting yeah. it on. Sorry, getting it on. <laughs> I imagine I'd, I'd watch that sex tape in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 now this is cinema. This is cinema. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, when when um, DiCaprio and Tarantino, mm. I mean, it just worked. It was just brilliant. It was, it was so good, yeah. outstanding. Yeah. So then from there, I'm going to go with Creed. Yeah, oh, you I, like I just, Creed, don't you? Really, I love it. Yeah, uh, we've you know I've extolled the virtues of this film for a few times, but really great film. Um, but for me, I think it bullseyed the heart and soul of the much loved Rocky franchise. Yeah, and it just opened it up to a whole new direction, a whole new fan base. Mm. Um. Yeah, just lovely. And I can't get the that sad little Creed theme out of my head, so you know. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Anyway, uh, and uh, I'm going to then go with uh, Free Solo. Oh, nice. I really loved Free Solo. Yeah. Um, really, really fascinating subject matter. Fascinating guy. He is, um, isn't he? But I love the fact that, that like, yeah, the, the, the filmmakers, they don't really play any tricks with you because you know that the, the subject matter has already got the drama. So you just you just let him try and achieve this, document it the way you can, and the drama is the drama will sort itself out. But the way they wove it together, the way they shot it, I just it was I think that might you know I've got two documentaries on my list, but that might tip um, that will tip actually Blackfish for being my favourite documentary of the decade. Yeah. Cool. Two documentaries in there. That's so, lovely. Two do really good. Yeah, things. yeah. That shows we're divi- we're diverse on the we FYR are, yeah. film podcast. James, you've got one left. Yes, I have my film of the decade, and we're going all the way back to 2010 for this one. So it was one of the early ones. Oh, I know the, what it uh, is. I know decade. what it is. <laughs> okay, so I believe this to be the most relevant movie of modern times about how a bunch of overprivileged Harvard dweebs changed or destroyed society, depending on your viewpoint. The screenplay is perfect, as is David Fincher's direction. It is the Social Network. And it's an absolute masterpiece. It isn't. I, I mean, that, yeah. that, I obviously didn't want to spoil it, James, but that, I knew that's <laughs> what it was. When I said about um, Whiplash being a perfect movie, I think The Social Network is as well. Like, across the yeah. board, yeah. everything is just... The score's amazing. Everyone in it yeah. is amazing. The screenplay yeah. is amazing. It's directed so well. Like, Finch is, you know, is one of the best yeah. going, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, such a good movie. So good. Yeah, so that's yeah. my number one, of the, particularly given the the world that we currently live in. Like oh. 2010, you didn't ever... You know, Facebook was growing at that point. It was already massive. Yeah. But what it's become over the last 10 years is, you know... Oh, yeah, no one saw it. It's a bit it. scary, yeah. isn't it, what it's actually it turned is. into? Very, <laughs> very, very, very. Rob, so what was your last one? My last one? Yeah. Um. Well, I wanted to include a horror on this list because um, there's been loads of really good horror this decade. Yes. Um, so I was looking at things like The Conjuring and The Babadook and um, The Witch. Oh, and Witch I didn't go for any of those the in Witch the end. Is so, so it's good. really good. I know. Yeah. So I might have gone for a movie that's not quite the best of that bunch, but certainly affected me a lot. And that was um, Mama. Oh. You know, with uh, Jessica Chastain and Nikolai, <laughs> Nikolai Costa-Waldo. Wow. I've had that um, on my watch list for so long and I haven't watched it. It's directed by the guy who did the It movies, isn't it? Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, I, um, it's, it's actually, I mean, it, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it made money. So I'm not sure we're going to be squeezing it in on the pod. No, but no. it's, it's definitely, definitely worth a watch. And I mean, it, it's absolutely horrifying. Um, I wanted to stick with this one over all the others because the antagonist in this one is so, so revolting. But it's like a mixture of they used a, uh, a contortionist and prosthetics and puppetry oh, and cool. CGI to bring this awful, yeah. awful creature to life. I won't spoil it anymore, but um, I love that movie. Loved it to bits. Yeah, so I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Really, really good. It'll make you poop. It'll make, it'll, you will part with your poop. Oh, good, because we'll get backed up anyway. Great, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll watch you it know, on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, your pharmacy will prescribe mama if next time you're backed up. I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Jessica Chastain as well. She, she's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's excellent, isn't she? I had, uh, z- on, on Chastain, I had Zero Dark Thirty knocking about. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and she's excellent in that too. But, Sai, what was your. Uh, um, film of this year in, in well yes it would out. be so yeah Arrival would be my film of the decade as discussed but uh, film of this year um, I'm still yet to see so many great films from this year like there's, there's yeah. been, I reckon it's been a brilliant year for film in 2019 it has and, it's really hot, hotted up over the last like three months of the year because I, I, I was midway through and I was like oh, I'm not sure it's going to be such a great year but then loads of my favourite films of the year have come out in this in this back end yeah really good like um yeah and and because netflix have really started putting out actually good films now quality yeah yeah because they they mm. spent so long just doing making any old shit really <laughs> but now they make some amazing stuff but i might be a bit surprised by this one i'm going to go with rocket man for my favorite film of this year um oh i bet it's amazing oh yeah the, the, elton, um, john the elton john biopic. because yeah yeah simply because i'm not a big elton john fan like in the slightest um yeah. You know, it wasn't obviously I was too young for him when he was at his peak and usually when you're you become a fan of someone like that it's because of your parents. My parents didn't like him so I w- I was never raised on listening to that. So I wasn't really that big on Alton John. So I was so surprised how much I loved it and just the way Dexter Fletcher took a genre what's it's become a bit tired and a bit like yeah. it's very generic, you know, it, it, all these biopics are sort of done the same way. They're all deadly serious and, you know, well yeah, acted yeah. and the costumes are great and all, but they just become a bit boring. But Dexter Fletcher turned it into a musical and then, uh, and just made something what's usually a bit serious and boring and added a bit of zip and zing to it. And I just, I just loved every minute of it. I just thought it was, it was oh, really, oh, cool. really good. And yeah, that, that was my film nice. of this year because simply because I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a val- that's a very valid reason in itself. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, in which case, boys, um I think we've um that's a good well, because of copies and you know, we've we've echoed each other a little bit, but I would say there's twenty four, twenty five different yeah, movies yeah, yeah. in there. So yeah. that's a, I think that's a good list of movies that um, you know, uh for the last decade. While I've got you, what what do you think about twenty twenty? What are you looking forward to in twenty twenty? Uh, there's three movies that I'm really looking forward to in in the new year. So uh, Uncut Gems, which is from the Safdie brothers, who uh, starring oh, yeah, Adam Sandler, yeah. who obviously fans of the pod. Yes, we did good time on the pod. So um, yeah. go back and listen to that episode. Uh, the new Sam Mendes movie, 1917, with uh, Roger Deakins mm. uh, on cinematography, and it's all shot in one take or appears to be shot in one take. Yeah. 
And uh, not to date the uh, the pod too much, but last night the uh, trailer for the new Christopher Nolan movie dropped, Tenet. Oh my and now is. that is my most anticipated movie of next yeah. year. I mean, oh, I, I just can't wait for it. I just love how in the trailer they didn't show any of Pattinson or yeah. name-checked him or anything. And he's not, he's yeah. just like, it's all Washington Jr., isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just looks mental. I love Nolan. He's a, he's a, He's a five-star filmmaker, yeah. isn't he? I yeah. bet Scorsese would approve of Christopher Nolan, don't you? I, I, I bet he even likes a dark knight. I'd love it if if Christopher Nolan did uh, the Pacini Pacino Scorsese sex tape. Is that his uh, <laughs> <laughs> one Wh- take? Which one shot by you know Roger Deakins? <laughs> which one would have Nolan's hairdo? Because someone I saw on Twitter recently it was like. The best thing about Christopher Nolan is he always casts someone and make and goes to the stylist. Make his hair like mine. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Um, right. Well, that was a load of load of fun, boys. Um, yeah, great. Oh, sorry, I've not said. Sorry, yeah, I've not said. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. not. Uh, I totally forgot. Um, and you have you said no, one? I don't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. You know, just sorry. Oh my word! You know, you can tell we're working hard, we're boys. Uh, sorry, Sai. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, yeah, tell it without a doubt. Um, but I'm also really intrigued by uh, Bloomhouse's Invisible Man. Oh yeah, that looks shit hot. So, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Lee Wanell, who was the di- director, co-director, and writer of Saw, and who recently yeah. directed Upgrade, which is I don't what know what a you movie guys that is. Fucking as well. amazing film. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you've got Elizabeth Moss in the lead role. And uh, yeah, with it being a Bloomhouse production, it just looks really fucking scary. So yeah, I'm yeah. the trailer looks amazing, and I'm just like, I can't wait for that. That's going to be really good. Cool. Uh, I, I'm going to echo Tenet as well. Um, that's how you do a trailer as well, isn't oh, it? Yeah. yeah. You know, give nothing you don't away. Don't give away anything, but give away just enough for you to think I have mm. to see that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and then the other one is um, I had. Um, I didn't know how much hope I had for it, but that trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie just was so, so nice. It looks really yeah. so good. So <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, it was really good. You know, and I was one of those nerds who was like pausing it like, oh, it's a Spengler jumpsuit in the, in the closet. You know, like that kind of stuff. Like, you know, oh, it's it so was like nice. It, it, yeah, had, really it nice. had twists in the trailer. So like the, there was a, the, when it got to the yeah. point of the trailer, and it was like, she's Spengler's granddaughter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a great idea. Uh, yeah, uh, but like that's again, that's how you you know, you have obvious love for the yeah. your source material, don't you? And you do something different with it. And I love it. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna be the yeah. one. I that's suppose that be. love helps when your dad directed the originals. <laughs> I would imagine it helps a little bit. And it might also help uh, with the funding side of things yeah. as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nepotism is not cool. a problem in Hollywood, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, not. It's we... not because obviously all our dads did the For Your Reconsideration podcast, you know, thirty years ago. We're just picking up from there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> In fact, I would I would pay anything you like for them three to host an episode. <laughs> Imagine it would definitely get sidetracked by football chat, one hundred percent. I think it would. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we get them to do uh, like when Saturday comes or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Please, only one Jimmy yeah. Grimble. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, boys, I've uh, loved that to bits. That was lovely. 
Yeah, that was great. It was nice to talk about uh, good movies, good movies. <laughs> without any caveats. <laughs> yes, once. yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice, really nice. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, boys, I've loved doing this with you this year. We've done 27 episodes uh, this year. It's been an absolute yes. blast. Long may it continue. Uh, look forward to the decade review in 2030. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, yeah, uh, listeners out there, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had an amazing Christmas, everybody. And please go and have yourself a Van Damme fine 2020. Uh, say goodbye, boys. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>